unusual message. Probably you'll only hear this one from me, okay? Because it's uh, something the Lord uh, gave to me, touched my heart with. I know there's nothing new under the sun. I get that. But maybe this is a different way you can look at gratitude and the power of it. Two powerful words we learned last week, and you've known it before, but two powerful words, what are they? One more time. Powerful. How many, because of last week's message, you even caught yourself doing it more this week? Let me see your Good, I love that. Saw somebody in McDonald's and they reminded me and they said, thank you, thank you. I love that. Great. Boy, that's good for Inglewood. Amen. Say, come on. Let's go to the message this morning and see what we can find today. Thanksgiving Sunday morning. A little bit early this year. Thanksgiving can't come any earlier than it does this year. I guess it's the fourth Thursday of the month, and this is like, you know, we can't get any earlier than like the 22nd. Amen, if you do the math. So, now there's two other words we're going to look at today. Would you say those with me pretty loud? You're You're welcome. Now, that is the response you will get from most people if you say thank you. Now, there's a generation that's coming up now, and that's fine, that says no problem. No problem, but it's not like they're they're not kind or not grateful. It's just their way of saying, no problem, I was glad to do that for you. That's what they're saying, no problem, I was glad to do that for you. But it just can't ever replace your welcome. You hear me? Your welcome's a special two words. And as I thought about it, I thought about a deeper thought. And I'd like to share that deep thought with you, but I'm going to do it in my style. It's a deep thought, but we're going to keep it down on the bottom shelf where the cookies can be grabbed. Amen. Say, lots of books have been written on the intimacy of God. And you get through like chapter like one if you make it. And you're like lost in space. Amen. What does it mean to be intimate with God? Amen. We're trying to explain that. We can't even get men and women to do this with each other. You know what I'm saying? So how do you do it with God? Well, let's see if we can't learn today. A little bit about intimacy with God. This is from, this is Gary style. Let's see what we can pull off here. Amen? For the glory of God. Would you say this verse with me? One of the most important verses in the Bible. People also, books have been written on, what's the will of God? I need to know the will of God. Well, you just learned most of it right here. Here it is. Say that with me. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning who? You. That's a lot of the will of God wrapped up right there in that verse. Got it? Yes or no? Amen. A verse everybody should memorize. And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The two most powerful words we talked about last week that you can ever say are thank you. One more time. Let's say it three times. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you you're not going to go to sleep on me, are you? I got a bad leg. If you go to sleep, there's a good chance I'll go to sleep. My leg's already asleep almost up here. You understand what I'm saying? And that's a big leg. I mean, it's like I'm almost three, I'm a quarter of the way there already. Amen. Say, so don't go to sleep on me. Here we go. Two most powerful words you can say to, to people are thank you. Now I know that I love you is like more powerful. I get it, but you can't say that to everybody. I put you on warning. Don't say that to everybody. You're gonna, they're gonna think you're an absolute lunatic. I'm telling you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Shut up. Grief. Gotta get away from this person. But they won't say that if you say thank you. They'll turn their head and go, oh, you're welcome. 
And sometimes when you say thank you, they'll go, thank you, won't they? Say, isn't that crazy? That's how powerful thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, no, thank you. Well, 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 hush now. But you're welcome is usually the two words that follow thank you. Well, you're welcome. If it's a woman that that says uh, thank you to me, it'll be, well, you're welcome, ma'am. Right, Chris? The way we grew up, didn't we? We didn't know no better, did we? They won't know options, were there? Do what? Grandma would hit him. Amen. Good. I love your grandma. Good. Good. Here we go. So you're welcome. Now, by expressing gratitude and showing appreciation, here's what happens. When I express gratitude, and you might know this already. I'm just trying to help us, okay? But when we do this, we endear ourselves to other people. This is what I think parents were trying to teach us, which really comes back from the Scriptures. I think people were trying to teach us, when you say thank you, you're endearing yourself to other folk. It's a good thing to do this. And you're going to gain entrance into their what? Heart. Into their heart. Now, that's powerful. Their heart. What do you mean? I'm going to go into that pumping thing? Pum, 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 pum. What's that? No, 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 no. The heart. The heart. The heart means their will. Their emotion. The very center of who they are. What two words can get me to the center of somebody? Thank you. I'm not saying once, no. But repeatedly, over time, if people see you as a thankful person because they've experienced you personally doing that, I'm going to tell you right now, even even hard-hearted people, I know people have some baggage and junk and crap in their life. I know that. There's some hard cases out there. But by and large, When you do this, over time, you will get to somebody's heart. Did you hear me? This is powerful. Now, you might say, well, Clark, you said that last week. Well, I did, but we're talking. Let's keep going. What they do, they roll out the what? That's what they do to me. Most people don't know I pastor Fellowship Church. Not by the way I dress. I'm not talking about this. This is me dressed up. Yeah, they would know this way. But normally it's a pair of shorts, flip-flops, or a pair of, you know, tennis shoes, ball cap, because I can cut 15 years off my age with a ball cap. <laughs> Amen. But that's me, and it's usually a lemon bay hat and a lemon bay shirt. And I do that on purpose because when people see me with Lemon Bay on, they think, wow, this guy loves this town or loves this school or something like that. And then they find out I'm the pastor of Fellowship Church, and it's like a double whammy on them. I could wear the fellowship, but they can see that on the pickup. Amen? Or they'll hear it out of my mouth. But my point is, is though, is that in my life in, in general, when I'm kind to people and I say thank you, they roll out the welcome mat to me. I'm not talking about just older people or educated people. I'm talking about young people that work at McDonald's or wherever they might be. To say thank you, it just endears you to these people. Y'all hearing me or not? You might say, I can't make friends. Well, this is a great message on that. A man that has friends must show himself what? Friendly, the Bible says. The best way you can show yourself friendly is say thank you to people. What can I say to them? I don't know them. How about say thank you to them? Let's say it again. 
Thank you. How hard was this? Are you all right? You're like, I can't believe I'm at church. He's a lunatic. Well, it's pretty amazing that thankfulness can be so powerful that people will roll out the welcome mat, that it's two words that I can say that lets me get on the inside of people. I thought I had to give them money. That works sometimes, but I ain't saying do that. Amen. But no, 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 no. The best way you can do this, the most sure way, is thankfulness. And that comes through gratitude. Now, fake thank yous will wear out. Fake thank yous. Like you just mean as a snake. But by the time you get done being mean as a snake, you go, thank you. Well, you may as well keep your thank you. Amen. Say. But honest to goodness, humble thank yous and kind thank yous will open up doors like you've never seen open. And it'll touch people's hearts. It's incredible. So, why do people respond so profoundly to thank you? Why do they respond so profoundly? Well, we're created this way. It's no accident. This is my strong opinion. It's no accident that thank you works. God made you in such a way that thank you and gratitude will move you. And it will move everybody on the planet. He made us this unique way to receive a thank you. And when we say a thank you and receive this thank you, rather, it will move us emotionally. I believe we're made like that in the image of God. Did you hear me? Yes or no? This ain't you. Now, it helps when mama raised you and daddy raised you and they put stuff in you. Yeah, that helps. But even if you have no background whatsoever with Christ, the church, nothing, generally you can still be touched by thank you. Amen or oh me? So God created us this way. Also, we're made in the image of God, and we can be touched by the feelings of other people. Why can I be touched when somebody says thank you? It's because God made me that way to be touched by people. Yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? That's why it's so important. People matter. We love Jesus. We love people. People are the most important thing on the planet. Be thankful for them and to them. This is huge, man. So... Now, I want you to follow me. This is where it's going to get a little goofy. If you thought that was goofy. Nah, we're going to goofy land now. Y'all ready? Say. God says in the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. Say that last part with me. Male and female created he them. So we're created in the image of God. Say that with me. I am created in the image of God. One more time. I am created in the image of God. Isn't it funny? Isn't that the one thing Satan's going after? You, you, an accident. Stuff just blew up and you're here. Hello, welcome. Dumbest bunch of crap ever. Excuse my language. I know it's rough. It ought to be worse than that, to be honest with you. He is a liar. He's a thief. He wants to steal something from us. He wants to steal our very value and our worth. Don't have any pity for the day. You don't cuss somebody, cuss the devil. That's fine with me. You hear me, yes or no? But it's, it's horrible. That's what... That's, that's the lie. We are made in the image of Almighty God. Hmm. That's interesting. 
You mean you made me like you? Mm-hmm. So does that mean I'm God? No. But I made you like me. Isn't that crazy? Yes or no? On a day you're not feeling too good, tell yourself that. God made me like Him. I guess I'm not worthless after all. Amen. Say. But along with that thinking, I want you to follow this. Here we go. We're creating God's image and God's likeness. So God Himself also, say it with me, responds what? To what? Did you hear me this morning? Now, this is that intimate thing I was talking about that people have written books over, but they don't hit this one real good. I believe if you want an intimate relationship with God, say thank you. Huh, you're kidding me. If you want to get close to God, be grateful for everything you have in your life and give Him the credit for it. When you roll out of bed in the morning, you ought to say, I made it through another night. Yay! I'm still breathing. Hey! In the morning when you take that shower, please do this, okay? Take a shower. Okay, but the bottom line, or at night, do it sometime, trust me. But anyway, the point is, Lord, thank you that I can take a shower. Thank you that I have soap and I can be clean. Thank you, Lord. We don't thank the Lord for stuff like that. You want to get close to God, I just got to get in the Bible more. And I Listen, listen, I love Bible studies, but I'm going to tell you right now, Nothing's going to get close to the heart of God like a grateful spirit. And as you eat, you... Yeah, praise the Lord. We ought to praise the Lord. Come on. I, I love that. I love that. Come on. This is some profound stuff today. The point is, and then, you know, when you put on your clothes... Thank you, Lord. I'm not saying you've got to just stop and say, thank you, thank you. Don't become a robot. But boy, if that becomes your life and the way of life. And then you, you had that breakfast in the morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this cup of coffee. Woo, I had it this morning. It was so good. I love coffee in the morning. I'm that if it's bad, I give the Lord the credit for it. I'm just saying. Now, but anyway, I love my coffee. How many of you like me? You love your coffee in the morning. Amen. How many like it straight up black? Let me see your hand. How many like it all sweetened up and everything? That's where I'm at. I'm on that side. I like a milkshake in the morning. That's what I like. Amen. So anyway... So God responds to praise. He responds to being grateful. And I love when we come here, we worship. But I can't create that here. I mean, the team can get up here and lead us. And we can sing. But behind the song, if there's an ungrateful heart and spirit, don't think he's receiving what you're doing. Did I lose you on that one? I mean, it's something, I don't like it really when somebody says thank you, but behind that thank you is a really bad attitude. Do you or not say? They're just saying it to say it. They don't mean a bit of it. God sees through all that. So we're to praise Him. We're to be thankful because He was, we're made in His image. So as we respond to it, He responds to it. Yes or no? I will. Praise you, the Bible says. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows that right well. I love these verses. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God! How great the sum of them. This is what the Bible, over and over and over, you'll see things where the writers of Scripture are saying these kind of things to the Lord. Wonder why they're saying them to Him. Uh, well, because He likes to hear them. Amen. 
And he wants to hear them not from people who are arrogant and proud. Matter of fact, he can't hear them. He's deaf to that. He'll only hear humility, humbleness. Are you hearing me today? Thanksgiving's really important. As far as it comes to God, I mean, our relationship with God, I mean, I know Christmas and Easter, obviously, I get that. But I mean, this is a pretty important holiday that we have. Amen. It's more than that turkey. This is a big deal. You're made in the image of God. And He, since you're made like Him, He responds this way. How do I get God to say, come on in? How do I get God to say, come into my heart? How do I get God to say, crawl up into my lap? By gratitude and appreciation. Did you hear me? He rolls out the welcome mat. Come on in. Y'all hear me or not? This ain't too complicated, is it? This is how I endear myself to God. This is how I do it. That's the amazing thing. This is how I gain entrance into God's heart. I get to His emotions. I get into His will. I get into His very center. I want to be in the center of God's will. I've heard that so many times in my life, I can't hardly tell you. How do I get there? Gratitude. Humility. Well, I need to do this for Jesus. Some people feel like they're not doing enough. You know what? God would probably be happy with you not doing as much as you think you need to do and spending more time thanking Him. Did you hear me, yes or no? And a grateful person probably gets more done than the person that ain't in the long run. So it's really good stuff. So by expressing gratitude and showing real appreciation for God's kindness and goodness to me, I am what? Welcomed by who? God into intimate and personal relationship with Him. This is how I get there. You know? You ever want to spend some time with Jesus? I mean, it sounds sort of kooky. I'm just being a man and being honest. Spend time with Jesus. It sounds so kooky. I mean, it is kooky if you make it up. Well, you need to do this, 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 this. Well, it is sort of kooky. If I get in the Spirit and just hum, oh, yeah, baby. I'm in the Spirit with Jesus. I think the way to get into the closeness with Jesus is by being humble and grateful. And give Him all the glory and all the credit for everything in your life. Did you hear me? Everything. This is powerful. Now, I know it's simple. And look like you're like, I came for this. Well, if you'll take it to heart, it could change you forever. This is great stuff. Keep looking. Now, let's go to another little part of this message. Just me having time today with you. Why the Old Testament sacrifices? When you look in the Old Testament, I mean, there's this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. I mean, there are a bunch of them. There's sacrifices of, you know, killing a lamb and offering that on the altar. And then there's sacrifices for, like, poor people that don't have no lamb. All they got is a little bit of flour. Why all these sacrifices in the Old Testament? Well, let's look. Well, they were an outward expression of what? They were an outward expression of what? And what? That's what all these Old Testament things are. They're an outward expression of our gratitude. 
Could these Old Testament sacrifices provide eternal salvation? Yes or no? No. No. Look what the Bible says. By, but Christ being become a high priest of good things to come by a greater, more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. This is to say, not of this building. Say it with me. Neither by the what? Blood of goats or calves, but by his what? Own blood. Jesus entered once into the holy place, having obtained what for us? Eternal redemption. So the Old Testament sacrifices could never provide eternal life. Why the Old Testament sacrifice? I hope I hadn't lost you. These sacrifices certainly pointed to things to come. They pointed to Jesus. Amen. Of course they did. So many of them line up with his birth, with his death. Many believe that the Feast of Trumpets will be lined up somehow with his coming again. But was there something else that God was doing when he put all these Old Testament sacrifices down? And the answer is yes. Could it be that gratefulness and reverence matter to God? Yes or no? How would I know this if he didn't do this? He made me in his image and his likeness. That's why I like thank you and I respond to it. Well, he's made the same way and he responds to it. But he had to teach us. He had to teach us. Yeah, you like that feeling? I like it too. Did you, did you hear me? You like that feeling? Well, I like it too. So I'm going to institute these feasts. Look at them. Sab Look at that one right there. Weekly Sabbath feast. Weekly Sabbath. Well, I don't feel like going to church today. What you ought to say is this. I don't feel like being grateful today to God. On the first day of the week. Now, I know that's strong preaching. That's a little kick in the butt, ain't it? That ought to change your attitude, right? Yes or no? Well, I don't feel good today. Or, you know, I got something to do. Well, you know, there was a weekly Sabbath feast in the Old Testament. Well, we got something in the New Testament. It's called church. Amen. Say. How many people say, I can worship Jesus down by the beach? Well, you know, he didn't put the beach in the Bible. I love the beach. You can worship at the beach. But this was a big deal to him. Yes or no? I'm just talking about if it matters to you. If he matters to you. And look at, you know, seven-year feast, feast of first fruits, feast of Passover. That was a shedding of blood. All these things were remembered. Feast of Trumpets, Pentecost, of course, that's when the Holy Spirit came. That was back in the Old Testament, but that's when it all lined up in the New Testament. These things mattered, man. So while these feasts, while these feasts, they were a picture of things to come. I get that. But, 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 these feasts were also showing thankfulness and reverence to God. Did you hear me? God was saying, I've got to teach these hard-headed sinners how to get to me. And they get to me. Because in essence, I really don't need them. But I made them in my image and my likeness, and they're special to me, and I love them. So God gave His Son for us. Amen. But how do we get to God well, he's been giving us these lessons down through the centuries. You want to get to me? You get to me through gratefulness and thankfulness. Did, you, did I lose you on that? Am I too complicated for you or not? Say, I mean, it's pretty simple, but I wonder how many of us have lived our whole life and never really thought of it. 
I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say, I'm not talking about God likes it. I mean, well, of course, other people like it. But no, 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 no. I'm talking about he rolls out the welcome mat. This is how I get to his heart, by gratitude. That's why, that's why he says, if you're proud, I'll put you down. He says, if you abase yourself, I'll lift you up. Does he say that throughout the word? Yes or no? Of course. Oh, I'm starting to get it now. You mean if I'm humble and grateful, this is how I get close to you. Exactly, Clark. Amen. That's why this is a big deal. So he instituted these feasts. Of course he did this. And that's part of the main reason. God made us and he knows us, guys. Expressing gratitude and respect, say it with me, is what? This is good for us. Now I'll just be mean and I'll not be great. That's not good for you. And it's horrible on your family. You know, you ought to try this intimacy. This is what I'm calling this thing today. This is how you get intimate with God. Try this in your marriage. Try this in your marriage. Don't just try it. Do it. As each person in the marriage does and does things to be grateful and to be kind to one another and to say thank you. See if your marriage doesn't get better. You hear me, yes or no? Yes or no? Try it with other relationships you have that are strained. Put a lot of kindness and gratitude on that sucker and see if that sucker won't get better. Did you hear me? And quit being stubborn. Yes or no? As God forgives, you forgive. And you practice this and see if you don't do a lot better in life. But this is huge. God's been teaching people since the very beginning. This is how you do it. This is how you get close to people, and this is how you get close to me. Be thankful and be what? How many like spending a weekend with an ingrate? So you like that? You prepare for them at your house. You make and do over them. You know, you make, try to make everything perfect. I mean, you get everything just they like. And all they do is gripe and moan and groan and they're selfish. And you can't wait for Monday to come. Grief. Get out of my house. God's that way. wonder how many times on a Sunday he says, get out of my house. That's pretty strong, isn't it? Wow. It's the greatest way for us to show reverence or respect. I grew up in Carolina. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I never heard a message like this. I mean, think about people like me. Maybe you're one of them. How do you get to God? Seems like a long way, don't it? I mean, he, he, he started it all by giving his son, didn't he say? Amen. Say and I receive Him as my Lord, my Savior. But, but how, then how do I get close to you, Lord? It's sort of crazy. Well, God has never been crazy. Most things are simple and understandable. And this is one of them right here today. I take this over almost every book I've read on getting close to God. Did you hear me or not say and it's something everybody can do. All ages, doesn't matter. Your, matter of fact, your income level and your education level don't matter. Because you know what? I hate to tell you this, but a lot of people less educated and don't have a lot of money, they got gratefulness down pretty good. Did you hear me? Yes or no? It's these things that we do that sort of get in the way of us being like we should be. Just think it through. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. 
Oh, he's been doing it ever since, ain't he? He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. And we did it. Subdue it. We're still doing that. We're still running this place. Did you know man's still running this earth? Have y'all noticed that lately, yes or no? I mean, as big as these monkeys were made by Darwin and everybody else, they still ain't doing a whole lot. I did see a tragic situation where one monkey ripped a kid out of this woman's arms. We can kill that kid. Did you see that? Say, that ought to be a real knock in the face to evolution, I would say. Amen. Yes or no? And we got a lot of people on this planet that live like animals because they don't hear stuff like this. Did you hear me? Yes or no? But we've been, we've been having dominion over this place ever since it started. Over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, behold, I've given you every herb a bearing seed. I mean, we got all these herbs, now we're smoking them. I don't know about all that. Which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree which is the, and the fruit of the tree yielding seed, it shall be for you to meet. How many remember the first time you came to Florida and saw an orange? How many, anybody like me? Say, you saw orange. I grew up in the country. All we saw was them once a year at Christmas. How many of you are as poor as dirt, but you got maybe a couple of tangerines at Christmas? Let me see some hands. Are there a few of you like me? Amen. Oh, I came here. They're growing on a tree. Look at them. God said, I did this for you. All this stuff, every beast of the earth, every fowl of the air, and everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there's life, I've given every green herb for me. You mean we can eat that stuff out there? Mm-hmm. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very what? Good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now you might say, Clark, why are you give me all that? Well, keep, keep reading. And the Lord, took God, the Lord God took the man and he put him in the garden. Wow. To dress it and to keep it. Wow, that's crazy. The garden of Eden. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you can eat, man, have at it. But this one tree, this one tree, don't eat. It's tree of good and evil. Don't eat it. You eat it that day, poison. You're going to die that day. You eat that tree. You understand? Don't eat that tree. And the Lord would walk with Adam in the cool of the day. They'd walk together. That's crazy, isn't it? God and Adam. Can you imagine that intimacy they had? Yes or no? Amen. And everything he ate. Wow. Thank you, Lord. All those animals. Wow. I like him. And you're giving God all the credit. Did you see it? Yes or no? That's Adam. But then something happened. Their walk stopped. The intimacy quit. And the Lord God called, Adam, 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 where are you? And Adam said, I, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was what? I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And he said, who told you you were naked? Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree where have I commanded you you shouldn't eat? I never saw this till this morning in the message. And I might not say it the way I said it this morning, but it was quite profound as I was teaching this morning. We ought to be clothed in gratefulness. We ought to be clothed in thanksgiving. 
when we're not thankful and we're not grateful, we are naked. We're just naked. I didn't say it like it was a lot better than the first service. My point is this, though. This is profound. Why don't I, why did, Adam didn't have a relationship with God anymore. He was naked. I see I'm naked and I'm, you know what I'm saying? When we're, when we're proud, we're naked. When we're humble, we're clothed. God sees us. We, we feel good about ourselves. It's the right place for us to be. Yes or no? Amen. But Adam, he went against the will of God. It's against the will of God for us to be ingrates and us to be unthankful. What to be clothed in thankfulness. He, Adam, said it was the woman that you gave to be with me. And I don't think he's picking on Eve here. I think he's just telling the facts. He said, she gave me that tree and I ate it. I did it. And the Lord said unto the woman, why, why have you done this? And the woman said, say it with me, the who? Satan, the serpent, beguiled me. He tricked me. The Bible says that. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. I'm coming that you might have life. Satan's out right now as a roaring lion seeking to take gratefulness and thankfulness from us so that we walk around just not clothed in the righteousness of God. Did you hear me? Yes or no? Gratefulness. Being thankful for the trees, for the this, for the that. Amen in life. Can you imagine? Just think about it long and hard. The greatest way to get to the heart of God is through my what? Through my gratitude. It's my expression of appreciation for the kindness that He has, that He's given to me. And you know, because of sin, they were annexed from the garden. We all started dying. And God gave His Son. That's how much He loves us. Amen? How pathetic we are. And I, this might hit you right between the eyes. If it does, you'll live. How pathetic we are. God, we are sinners and God gave His Son. Yet we don't think we need Jesus. We think we're good enough because we're good people. That's a smack in the face of God. That's a naked person standing naked as a jaybird looking like an idiot before God. Did you hear me? Or we think, here's another stupid one. I go to church, so I'll get to heaven. Newsflash, you're going to hell. Excuse me. That's horrible that God gave His Son for us and we're such ingrates that we don't receive His Son. Did you hear me? Now you might say, well, I didn't know. I grew up like you, Gary. Nobody told me. I'm telling you! Yes or no? And let others tell others out there. Let's, let's talk about the Lord. Let's share Christ with people. There are just naked people going to devil's hell out there that need the Lord. They need to be clothed in His righteousness. Amen? Come on, man. It's good stuff. Be grateful to the Lord. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please Him. If we're not grateful to God, He ain't happy with us. We must. Listen, he that comes to God must do what? Must do what? Believe that He's what? That He is. Must believe that not only exists, but God's a good God. And you, you love me and you gave your Son. And look, and, and that He's a what? He's a what? He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Do you see God as a rewarder? Yes or no? I do. <laughs> look at me. God has taken good care of me, ain't he? How many can say the same thing? Boy, God is taking care of my tail. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. Let's live like that. You hear me?
I'm a little all over the place. Not a little point, point, point message today. But I think it's getting through. I hope it is. How do I get intimate with God? Say thank you. And then say it again. And then say it again. And before you know it, thank you is just the clothing you wear. Amen. God will look at you coming and say, well, there comes that thankful fella. Come on in. Amen. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's our scripture today. Now, I'd like you to get up on your feet with me if you don't mind. Now, don't leave because the message ain't over. And if you leave before the message is over, bad things will happen to you. I don't know what it is, but I just believe this stuff. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> Let's end our message today with saying thank you. Are you ready? And let's don't do them so fast that we forget them. Let's say thank you to the Lord. Would you go with me? Here we go. Thank you, God, for creating me in your image. How many of us like it when somebody says thank you? Thank you for making me that way. Thank you, God, for thank you for loving me. God loves you. Thank you, Lord, for that. How many didn't grow up with a lot of love in the house? Let me see some hands. I grew up with a lot of love in the house. Guess what? There's love in this house. Amen? I grew up sort of like you, in a way. There's love in this house. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Amen. Come on, number three. Thank you, God, for giving your one and only Son, Jesus, for... Now, guys, I hope today, before you leave here, you'll put your faith in Christ. If you're thinking getting to heaven is through church or good works or, or lacking the preacher, that is all horrible. No, it won't work. This is what works. Jesus. Amen. Let's nail that this Thanksgiving. How about it? Number four. Thank you, God, for saving me by the precious blood of your son, Jesus. Just as shoving some junk in your veins other than blood, it won't work. You've got to have blood to live. You've got to have Jesus to have eternal life. You've got to have his blood that was shed for you. Make sure you know that today. Don't go into Thanksgiving without that. Help me. Thank you, God, for the forgiveness of all my sins. How many with a raised hand would say, I was a horrible sinner. God saved me. Can I see some hands? And you're not, you're not ashamed to just go ahead and say it. That was me. I was pathetic. Aren't you glad he saved you and forgave you? Let's thank you for that one right there. Come on right there now. That's good stuff, baby. Come on. Now, we ain't done saying thank you yet.